Hi, this is Ashul, and you are listening to Unique Careers, Unique Lives. Every week, I would start the podcast with saying this. I will interview a guest to find their answer about how they got unstuck and create unique careers, unique lives. I would say that every week, but not today. Today, it's just me. This episode is the fourth episode of Unique Careers, Unique Lives, and the first episode of me, solo, on microphone. I have something about number four. It's an even number, and two to the second power. I love it, and at the same time find it weird. Number four is in my birthday, on my wedding day, and on my husband's birthday. Something about four appeals to me. And that's why I will hijack every fourth episode from now on. And this one is the first. In this episode, I want to tell you about who I am and why I started this podcast. My name is Ishil Uysal Kalvelli. I was born in Izmir, a big city of Turkey by the sea. Spent 10 years of my adulthood in Istanbul and moved to Munich, Germany in 2012. Coming from a good middle-class family, a good education was the most important priority of my parents. In Turkey, when I was a child, you could get very good quality education if you could score high in some national tests. The first test happened when I was 12. I was successful and got to a special high school with one year prep class for English. And I was lucky that I studied with people who were interested in learning. In the last year of high school, there was the most important test, the test for the university. I scored high in that and landed in one of the best universities of Turkey and the highest ranked department. My choice of studies was management. I was actually moving between medicine, industrial engineering and management and my top choice got realized according to the results of the test. Okay, you might say there is a huge difference between medicine, industrial engineering and management. And I would say, I know, but I didn't know much about what I could become. I knew I wanted to do something meaningful for people, helping people, and I was conditioned to have a high status. And you could get that through being an engineer, doctor, or graduating from a top university. And I knew about myself that I had a bit of influence on people. In the midst of my teenage years, I realized that I could easily notice people's talents and let them know about it. It would empower them. It would make them feel good. And it would also make me feel good. I also knew that I was the person bringing people together, organizing events most of the time. So I thought, if I study management, I can manage events. And through that, I could work with people. 
That did not happen. I did not manage events. But during my university, I got hooked into two main topics, marketing and psychology. I took all the electives in these two departments, enjoyed the learning journey, and was also rewarded with good grades. As I was approaching the end of the university, I started feeling panicked. I was paying my rent in Istanbul with the support of my family, but as I was about to graduate, I could no longer depend on it. I needed to find a job immediately. I applied to the top companies. Here, remember that I was conditioned for status. I applied for brand management and marketing positions, but could not get any job offers. Time was running out and I needed money. I heard from some friends that one of the top auditing companies was hiring people from my university quite easily. I applied. I had the interviews, and as they were suggesting, I got hired. I was one of the 100 people hired that year for a junior position, and our first weeks were dedicated to orientation and training. We traveled to a holiday resort, stayed in a five-star hotel, had our training during the day, and partied at night. It was like being in the university again. But the things changed when we got back. We started working and our work involved a lot of inquiry of people, calculation of financial numbers, copying and comparing papers. As we were auditing, we were like detectives questioning employees of the companies, asking them to bring us a specific invoice with a specific date and number which most of the time required the employee to go look for it among hundreds of files and folders and when she brought it, we were asking for more. We created zero value for these employees who needed to provide us with the information, but only work, and we were also sometimes finding errors in their work. I could see people being unhappy with us being around and that bothered me. But what bothered me the most was that I felt I created no meaningful value for the people, which was my main motivation in having a job in the first place. In addition, I knew I had fun when I could be creative and do things differently, bring new ideas, create with other people. There was no room for this in this work. I had to spend a lot of time in front of a computer putting in numbers, making calculations, filing things, sometimes until the early morning, and I hated it. I got tired of it. I got sad, and soon I got depressed. I was crying every day and getting sick in my body. I knew it could not continue like that any longer. So I went to a doctor, a psychiatrist to be specific. She asked me how I was feeling. I told her in tears. She listened and sent me with some antidepressants. She did not do something special, but telling her made me understand that there was no sense I was continuing working there. I took a decision that I was going to find myself a job.
where I could be happy, where I could create value and where I could be creative. And I did. I started working for a bank to increase the online banking usage, which was quite new in Turkey back then. Here I could get creative. I came up with new ideas which banking functionalities we could offer online, how we could design the customer experience, how we could motivate the brand users to use online banking more, what campaigns we would create, how could the communication be. My responsibilities included product ownership, project management, marketing and sales. There was variation, there was room for creativity and there was room for making a difference. I worked in the same position in two different banks and this work that I did enabled me to move to Munich as a specialist. I visited Munich first time in 2008 and fell in love with the city. Have you ever experienced a moment in your life where everything went still and you had the feeling in your stomach that this was it? This was how I felt in Munich in 2008, standing in the middle of Königsplatz Square. I was going to move to Munich. A couple of years later, I was in an international development program of my company, and I told one of the previous graduates of the program, who was from Munich, that I would love to move there, but I needed a job. He said his company was always looking for people. He would check for me and let me know. He followed up, sent me a few positions. I applied, but I was not a good fit. He then said, you know what? I actually also need someone like you in my team. Would you be interested? And so I moved to Munich in 2012. The first months were magic. I was in the city of my dreams. I was welcomed by my team and already built friendships with them. They took the task for themselves to show me around and we used to go every week somewhere for a drink. I had friends from this international development program living in Munich. I never felt alone. I felt at home and I was getting my food on the new job. I worked well in the first years of the job. There were things to be developed, improved. I had ideas I could contribute. But more and more, I had to go deeper into describing how things should work in detail. I had to sit down and write detailed specifications about what should happen when a customer clicks on this button or when she enters a letter instead of a number. I had to think of every possible scenario and design reactions of our service. What I wrote would go to IT. They would develop and send it to me for test. I needed to prepare test cases and make sure the service reacts in all the cases as we wanted. If it did not, I needed to create a new project called Change Request to make things right. And then the process would go the same way. All this required concentrated alone work time, sitting at the computer for hours, alone. I was tired and bored. I lost my mojo. Around this time, the structures of the company started changing. New management came. My manager who enabled my move 
left the company. We started spending most of our time creating presentations which showed our future projects and vision. Most of the projects we envisioned never happened. The company was sold and merged with another company in another city. They had a team of people who were already doing the work we were doing. We were redundant. As I had already lost my mojo, I went into soul searching. Was that all there is? Could I picture myself doing this work till my retirement? Did I want to count today's till retirement? No. I wanted to do something meaningful, something that mattered. What could that be? I signed up for workshops. I did personality and talent tests. I got coaching. I joined communities. I asked questions, wrote essays, talked with people. And I found something that I'd like to do next. It was coaching. Looking back, I wonder how I could not see something so obvious. I knew that I had a talent to discover strengths of people and empower them through sharing it with them. I loved psychology. I always wanted to work with people. I wanted to be creative. I wanted to create value. Coaching enabled that all. And I remembered what I thought when I took coaching myself for the first time. I thought I could really do that well, but somehow it was buried under lots of layers of stories of what I should do and what I couldn't do. I needed to get burned by the unhappiness of my job to take off all these layers and remember what I actually wanted. And that was not easy. The layers had become part of me and I feared to let them go. What helped me to let them go was the people around me, my mastermind group, the communities I was in, and of course, my husband. I finally found the courage to let go of my job and made the leap to do the work that matters. Today, I'm a professional coach helping people do career and life changes they desire so they can be truly, naturally, authentically themselves. I'm also the co-founder of Be Coach Academy, where we, with my partner Elena, provide coaching training in Munich. My story is just another example of how important it is to be connected to other people. I found what I could do as a job while seeing another person doing this job. I had a person that enabled my move to the city of my dreams. I could step out of my life-sucking job with the support of people who encouraged me. During my soul search, I learned through people what I was good at. When I decided to become a coach, I reached out to people who made it happen for themselves to learn how they did what they did. It is also how I met my current partner, Elena. If you are feeling stuck in your career or in your life, that is totally normal. You probably made choices based on what you thought was available to you and based on who you thought you were 
and how the world was. But our view about options and ourselves are only limited parts of reality. We discover a bigger picture about us when we interact with others through their feedback and through seeing something in them that is relevant to us. We see other possibilities of doing and being in other people's stories. That's why there is this podcast, Unique Careers, Unique Lives. So you listen to the stories of people who were confused just like you are, who took action and created unique careers, unique lives. They did it in their way and you can do it too. So tune in next week to hear another story of a brilliant person just like you are. This is Ashil and you listened to the Unique Careers, Unique Lives podcast. Show notes are available on the website unique.com. Unique ending like Munich. If you enjoyed this episode, please let people you love know about it. And if you'd like to get the new episodes automatically on your device, you can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. Or you can subscribe to my newsletter on unique.com, like Munich, to get the special commentaries and articles I write in your email. You are unique and you are here to change the world in your unique way. Talk to you in the next episode.